Welcome, Highfalutin Ski Bum Podcast, episode number 261, is your pals, Mario and Brian. Mario, what's up? Not much. Just hanging out, talking to my buddy, Brian. That's what we're doing, man. We're kind of like in this purgatory mode right now. You know, we were yeah. all excited about stuff opening a few weeks ago, and like rain, a little warm weather came through. They got dumped on in Tahoe. That was kind of nice. Tahoe and places are starting to get dumped. I've, and it's it funny. Won- because it that warms was, my heart, even though it's so cold. That was one of the places, too. They were saying, you know, with La Nina, that Tahoe wasn't going to have a great year. They're opening a month early at good old Squaw. I mean, Palisades Tahoe. Where is that? Is that yeah. a new? That's a it, new brand new ski area, right? That is in Olympic Valley, California. That's, yeah, the new. They just opened that this year, right? Brand new ski resort. Brand new. Palisades Tahoe. Brand new. So if you're the first person on the lift, are you wearing a shirt? Like I was the first person ever at Palisades. You could be on there before Johnny Mosley. That's right. Look at that. So it's kind of deceiving because Palisades is right near Palisades Park is right near um, Big Snow, right? Which is burnt down right now. Which is (laughs) temporarily burnt down. Well, that's the thing. (laughs) It burnt down. What is well, is a palisade well, no. an actual mm. geographical thing? Well, there's, there's the palisades and there's well, palisades you, park. If you put in palisade into Google, the first thing that comes up is Hyundai Palisade. So, <laughs> and apparently, a palisade is a stake, specifically a stake used to support a fence. Damn. If you type in to Google the Palisades, mm-hmm. you get Palisades Interstate Park in New Jersey. It is right on the Hudson River side, right? It mm-hmm. borders the Hudson River. And I tell you what, you go up the Palisades and it's freaking nice. They have like some like viewing areas where you can pull over in the dark. You with your lady just give a little, you know, nudge kind of just saying. Do some necking. <laughs> <laughs> do some necking. That's where you rub the necks together, right? Do some necking. There's Tuscaloosa, Alabama has Palisades apartments. Ooh. Like, I don't know what a Palisades is. I, I'm trying to... I'm, what the more is I a search, Palisade? The more confused I get. Regardless, we'll get more into this later. We're talking snowcats on the main topic because I just... It's the time, again, that weird time of purgatory time of year. It's purgatory. We're yeah. thinking about the season. We think about things we want to do. Got some snow cat related things. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out, skibumpodcast.com. We are on all your favorite social media apps, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, untapped at skibumpodcast. Send us an email, skibumpodcast at gmail.com. If you want stickers, email us, DM us on Instagram. We'll get some out to you. Uh, go to your so, favorite podcasting app. Rate, subscribe. We really appreciate that. Big thank you and shout out to our sponsors, our friends at Paradise, not Palisades, Paradise Skis. Paradise. Paradise. They, Paradise. Not a pair of dice. Paradise. <laughs> P-A-R-A-D-I-S-E skis.com. They make seriously fun skis. They're all about making skiing as fun as possible, whether that's shredding laps in Hawaiian shirts bringing the parking lot apres or getting up early to go for that huge backcountry objective. It's our mission to build skis and snowboards that allow our customers to enjoy every single day in the mountains. Go to their website, 
ParadiseSkis.com. Use the code SKIBUM15 for 15% off. They have dope skis. The red, they're behind me. Kind of trying to point to them. They're right pretty, there. Right there. I the red, see they're the resort skis. They got the blue. Backcountry skis. They got the green, the split boards. Check them out. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for sponsoring us. ParadiseSkis.com. Mario, Boom. let's kick it off. It's time for our prey today. So I got to go back to Palisade. So Palisade is a fence of stakes, especially for defense, according to Merriam-Webster. See, that's what I was saying before. Like a fence. It's a defensive thing. Yeah. You can see where like a Palisade, if you were kind of at an elevated position in battle, that's always advantageous. Oh Hell yeah. Why do you think we have a country? This is it's what we do. Giant Palisades. Yeah. The hills, the British were coming. We're like, we're sitting on higher ground. The hills were alive with the sound of music. That's why. That's, right. that's why they won the Von Traps, right? They sent that, to Vermont. That's right. Sound yeah. of music was a bunch of drums going boom, 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 boom. We're gonna get you. Those are right. a few of my favorite things. That's right. So anyway, I have a new brew from <clears throat> Cigar City Brewing. Ooh. It's not I don't Florida, know how man. new it is. I think it's pretty new. I don't know. I just saw it recently. Um, not Florida, a, man. Huh? Not Florida, man. Florida, man is pretty good. Not I got a Florida say woman. <laughs> Florida, man came out. Um, and then this, this is called Fancy Papers. Fancy Papers. Ooh. So this is what the highfalutin ski bums documents uh, our, um, what we call our articles of incorporation were written on they were written on fancy papers fancy so i was thinking papers. about that as i bought this and as i drink this i think about how much we we have potential to do so if you want to advertise with us if you want to ski with us like there's a lot of potential you know travel with us there's going to be some more travel travel is going to open up just yeah. saying fancy papers my first thought was like rolling papers because you know you're saying cigar city like wouldn't yeah. you use some sort of fancy Fancy paper cigar roll, papers. Whatever you're into roll. <laughs> so a lot of times, bless you. So a lot of times we roll, you know, cigars in Cigar City. But if you have fancy papers, maybe you're rolling a big ass blunt. Just saying. That's what I was thinking. Just maybe some. Yeah. We got medical marijuana down here. It's easy to get. Some allegedly acid dipped rolling papers for your cannabis. Exactly. Hello. Who knows? Who knows? Hello. So uh, it's a really good IPA. Um, I gotta say it's it's in the New England style, which is interesting. So uh, when you taste it, it's very Tom Brady beer. Then, right? New England style, Tampa Bay brewing. Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, Tampa Tom. Um, so it's along the New England style. It's a little dank. It's a little, but it's a good IPA and it's a hazy one. I didn't pour it in a glass, but it's hazy. Uh, I like when they leave the funk in there. It's kind of, so they're just saying, so if you look at Cigar City, they're saying just, just as handsome designs printed on fancy papers and applied to cigar boxes and used to entice cigar lovers, we use Strava, Sabro, and Idaho 7 hops to draw in lovers of fruit forward hazy IPAs. Seven. Seven. Um it doesn't taste very fruity. I gotta say it's uh it's got 
maybe a fruit back, but the front end, no fruit. It's just kind of all hazy, a little bit dank. Uh, I just love the graphics on it. Like it's purple and blue. Like look at that can. It's <clears throat> fucking beautiful, Brian. That's very fancy. Look yeah. That shit. That's fancy, fancy hoppy, fancy elegant AF, right? Very nice. So it looks it looks like a ladies' beer when you buy it. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I don't know, should I be buying this? But didn't it's, you say uh, the same thing about Florida Man? It's fancy shit. Florida Man has like a little. It's like a weird. But I tell you what, Florida Man, it packs a Florida Man punch. If you like, <laughs> that's your next door basalt punch. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a. I just it's a. I just had some. Uh, what they call those things? Basalt's uh, at the at the at the 7-Eleven and it's going to punch you out. Um, backyard street fight, bath salt, yeah. Yeah. backyard fighting. I love it. I wasn't even that. Um, we talked I about it last that. time. Dog fight. God damn it. Yeah. If you haven't, if you haven't watched dog fight yet, you gotta, you gotta DM us, uh, or email us. And if you have watched it, you gotta let us know. Shrimp tree. Dog God fight. Damn. That's right. Shrimp trees in there. I'm gonna I'm pour some out for shrimp tree. God damn. God damn, yeah. he died after that. That's fucked up. He died. Yep. Kimbo Slice. But you know, I was talking about this with my wife the other day. I was like, you know, we have a little doggy now. He's sleeping. He sleeps. That that fucking dog is treated great. <clears throat> and you look at like you look at the world around you, like how many people are treated that well as people, you know, you treat your pets a certain way. Like, like there's a certain level like that people go through and i don't know i tell you about that dog fight really makes you appreciate if you didn't grow up in that environment and if you did you got out you know if you're alive to listen to this fine podcast then yes if you're skiing if you did backyard fighting and you're skiing you gotta let us know because we gotta have you on the show i think that pretty much skiing is the direct opposite of backyard bare knuckle fighting (laughs) But if somebody did that and they want to ski with us, that'd be fucking great. Anybody that'd messes awesome. with us, we are clearing out some shit right there. We're That's like, right. We're making Sending a message. We're making a VIP room the hard way. Put <laughs> it that way. I like it. What do you got, Brian? So the weather temperature finally dropped this week. Finally. In my parts. It was just like, it was last week, I think it was, was so muggy. It's just this lingering, muggy, gross, mm. almost like Florida weather. In New hmm. Jersey, it was driving. Why me you crazy. gotta say that bad? Because that's <laughs> Miami. Just what the Miami weather. Is. weather. Miami. Miami weather. <laughs> Miami weather. There you go. But it was just like wrong. You know, it's getting into deep into October. I don't want humidity anymore. I want cold weather. I want forty degrees at night. So well, finally, this does anybody want humidity ever? Nobody. Like, what's humidity good for? Yeah. It's, it's good really for good. your skin, but it's, your it's skin, not good man. for like enjoying Breathing, life. Enjoying <laughs> life. Breathing. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I couldn't get into like pumpkin stuff. Like I just oh, couldn't embrace it. Last, I, I it. last weekend we did go apple picking and I got to tell you, dude, went apple picking last weekend and we went to the orchard, like apple orchard place by us and goddamn, I could not believe how many apples were on the trees. Like there were some of these trees where there were like hundreds of apples on one branch. Damn. It was crazy. You think by this time they'd be picked through pretty good. But there were still so, what so is many the season? Apples. Do you know the season? It's it's now pretty much till early November. They had oh, I think right. six or seven different kinds of apples there. They had 
Fuji. They had the um, the Rome. Uh, what was the other one? The, the Gal- one is Black Alabama, which is like a dark purple. It's almost like a purplish wow. apple. Well, Alabama. A Black Alabama. Uh, they had Golden Delicious, Granny Smith, and a couple others, but they were just like they were just awesome. Like they were so good. And I don't know if because I gotta look really, up Black Alabama apples. Look up now. A, don't just type in Black Alabama. <laughs> that's bad. Uh, that's get, gonna, gonna. I'm gonna get flagged. You get out, I'm gonna get blocked. You go down a rabbit hole there, my friend. But yeah, we <laughs> I just, do that on my work computer. I'm getting walked out <laughs> the next day. We're picking apples. We're getting pumpkins. We're getting cider donuts. Life was good, so I could finally get into a pumpkin beer. My range, finally. My range of pumpkin beers that I can enjoy is very slim. There's only a few that I'm down with. I can't even Black buy like Alabama apples are like they look like plums. They look like plums, yeah. And when you bite them, they're really dense. Really? Yeah, they're really good. They look pretty, they look like a giant plum. Yeah, they're really good. Wow. So I bought this beer last last fall. I got four bottles of it because I found out that they had it. I had it once before and it was so freaking good. And again, it's just sitting there all winter, all spring, all summer, waiting, waiting for pumpkin time for me to actually open this and enjoy this. Pumpkin time. Like, hey, Ryan, it's pumpkin time. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. It's 70 <laughs> degrees and humid. Stay in the fridge. Shut up. Stay in the fridge. It's like having a gimp. <laughs> That's what my pumpkin like beers you, are. You it's beer like having gimp. a gimp. It's the beer gimp. My beer gimp. It's horrible. So I finally broke it out. I was so excited and I've already drank three quarters of it. It's so good. It's a big bottle. Biggers. Uh, nice. Cane Brewing. It's called Pumpkin Spice Morning Bell. And this is made... So this is a local beer to me. And it's made with the good folks at Rook Coffee, who are like an awesome local coffee shop. Oh, I had Rook Coffee when I went up to your place at one time. That was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Rook Coffee is awesome. They made an Imperial Milk Porter brewed with lactose, conditioned on Rook Coffee and spices. Now... She's brewed with lactose. Lactose. lactose and tolerant. You can't have it. Lactating mamas, baby. This was oh, delicious. <laughs> As someone who's a fan of lactating mamas, <laughs> I'm a big fan of this beer. <laughs> this is coming in at a whopping 9.2%. Watch out, Benjamin. He's coming in. Imperial milk border. We're sharing, my man. <laughs> Move side. Brian's coming in. What Kane does is they have their morning bell, which is their... I think it must be in a porter or an imperial porter. And then if they've made it and it's so good, they do all different variants of it. They have one that's like a, um, like a Mexican hot chocolate version of it. So it has like a little bit of chili and spices in there, but this is their pumpkin spice one. And again, not overwhelming on the pumpkin, just a little bit of pumpkin flavor, but it's got that. It's almost like a, like a coffee milkshake with a tiny bit of pumpkin flavor. So would you pair that with a nice piece of pumpkin pie or what? You could do it with pumpkin pie. I just had some peanut butter pretzels, which probably wasn't the best pairing, but Boom. that's it, pretty good. It worked. Yeah, so they, peanut so butter they, pumpkin. So they mix Rook's dark roasted coffee with their aromatic blend of fall spices to create a full-bodied porter with big flavors and remarkable smooth smoothness. 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 Lactose added to an already complex malt bill sweetens and balances the bold flavors of the dark roasted and spiced coffee. Mm. This beer is so freaking good. And they have a, uh, they do it this year too. I just saw they have it 
for sale at Kane. I have to get my son his ski gear for the season, so I'm hoping tomorrow I can duck out, yeah, get his ski gear, and then go get some beer after. But we shall see. So when they say it's a milk porter, mm-hmm. is that the lactose? Yeah, that's the lactose to so counter that the milk feel, right? Oh, it's creamy. It's like a little thicker in your mouth. Again, this has been aged for a year. These kind of these porters they can age a bit, but it's it's so good. Again, it's like a a milkshake with a tiny bit of pumpkin flavor in it. I like that milkshake. Actually. Coffee milk. Like a, and it's not overly sweet and annoying. It's just the right amount of lactose. Those cane folks, they are, mm-hmm. they do some mm-hmm. great, great beers. So puts you in a nice fall state of mind, getting ready for ski season, ready for the snow to fall. So big fan. Yeah. You know, being in a warm weather climate right now, it's really messing me up. Cause I'm like, it's come back and forth. And now, because of COVID, I've been staying down. And now I'm like, I got to figure shit out because like, I got to plan my, my trips. Yeah. Plan trips, man. I hear you. I think I'm planning New Hampshire and Maine, and that's going to be my go-to. I'm just going to just balls out. And February, I think February, there's two weekends that our buddy Steve put out. I think we're going to try to do something then. Nice. Maybe out west. We'll see. Nice. We'll see. How about you? You plan? Dude, I will meet you up in New Hampshire. I will I will find a way up there. I am burning the ships at my job because I am nice. no longer I'm done. I'm done in the spring. I don't want to work anymore. I hate the corporate world. I've sold out my life enough. I just need to stop having an office job, focus on the podcast, focus on my other businesses, and just live the life I'm supposed to live. Isn't it weird? Like we live our lives like working for these jobs and we go throughout, but at the end of the day, when we're thinking about like, what's our end game, that's when people start thinking about like, well, I don't want to do this job. Like, why are you doing this job now? Just dangle that carrot in front of you. Got to get that paycheck. And you know, the paycheck works. I got to say the paycheck mentality is like, I need to make a certain level to keep myself what I'm accustomed to. It's kind of a divorce. Like I, I need to have this, right? That's how they get you. That's how they, That's how they you. keep getting you to come back every day. Yeah, we'll see what happens this winter. Well, one yeah. lovely option. Let's go to ski news. Palisades Tahoe. If you want to go out there right now, formerly known as Squaw Valley, is opening tomorrow because we're recording this on Thursday, the twenty eighth. So October twenty ninth. By the time this comes out, it'll already be open. Everything will be wonderful. Great news for all of you in the Olympic Valley, California. Christmas came early with a three-foot dump in the Sierra and Palisades Tahoe, formerly known as Squaw Valley. That's not a little dizzle. That's like a bam, a pounding. So they're opening a full month ahead of schedule and one of the earliest opening days in the long history of the iconic mountain. Good for them. The official statement of the resort Thanks to over three feet of recent snowfall on our upper mountains and the hard work of our ops team, we are opening this Friday. We'll be kicking off the season with the, I'm going to screw this up, I know, Funatil, Gold Coast, and Shirley Lakes spinning 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. October 29th to 31st. Grooming will be limited, so stay tuned for more details as our teams continue to assess conditions following the storm. One of the earliest openings in the mountain's history, Friday will be only the third time in 72 years 
The resort has opened in October. The last time they were able to open in October with comparable terrain was 2004. Boom. 17 years ago. A simpler time. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. That's awesome. And then on kind of a similar but sadder note, Sierra at Tahoe, which was the resort that was affected by those wildfires a few months ago, they said that the West Bowl will not open this season due to fire damage. Oh. Yeah. That was that big Caldor fire that happened yeah. a few months ago. That was bad. That was burning a lot of shit. Really bad. Those creepy pictures they were showing of all the, you know, the lifts and fires. And so they originally burnt out everything, right? Yeah. They were originally saying they were hoping to get back up there, but now they're saying that the damage, they originally said the fire damage was minimal, but further evaluations have said that damage done to the mountain is serious. And they've actually put out a GoFundMe to help the maintenance team out. Oh, it sucks. But good, yeah. but it sucks that they're... So saying the entirety of the West Bowl will be closed for the entire season in order for a re- the habitat rehabilitation along with repairs for the West Bowl Express. Hmm. Obviously, the Knob Hill, Short Stuff, El Dorado, and Easy Riders Express are expected to open, but will be subject to maintenance, annual inspections, and repairs. So a tale of two Tahoes, really, about what's going on out there. A tale of two Tahoes. I like that. Two Tahoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So next up we have Michaela Schiffen. Oh, it's got to talk about Michaela. FIS is back. Yeah. FIS is back. She's skiing. She's doing well. And uh, she did the World Cup ski opener. And had her 70th win. Uh, Boom. I got to say, she is one of the the under most underrated American athletes ever. Um, Americans, like you ask them about Makita Schifrin, half of them maybe, maybe not. Um, more important than a lot of basketball players, football players, like I got to say, she's, she's the shit. Um, but she... You know, she she hung in and she really took it at the at the first uh, World Cup giant slalom on Saturday. Um, and she did two runs that were flawless. She so she's in the zone. She is just just amazing, I gotta say. And uh, so yeah, so where is the world? The World Cup is not going to just be in Europe this year, right? That was part of no, the No, they're thing. going back. I mean, like they're going back to, to Killington, allegedly, in theory. In theory. That's in theory. that's on the schedule. So if anybody doesn't know, last year they did all the World Cup events in Europe to keep them in a bubble, so to speak, a European bubble, which was close to everybody else, uh-huh. um, which is kind of bullshit. They should open it up. It's World Cup. Just, just do your thing. And if you don't want to have fans, don't have fans. But... Um, so they're going to come back to Killington this year. This was the first event. I think Killington is what, like it's the number like three or four event. Like it's, uh, it's I think it's like five or so. It's very early in the season. It's so, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. So that's going to be the, I think they start with the 27th, uh, the, 
It's like Thursday, Friday, when they're done Saturday. No, it's Saturday, like Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday, so, yeah. So that's cool. You got to have your turkey and then just go up to Killington and watch them. That's what everyone does. Hopefully they have enough snow up there. I mean, they always try to, they always find a way. Yeah. They started blowing snow, but then there was a big nor'easter that rolled through this week up here and it wiped out a lot of the snow on Superstar. But again, they got a month. They got time. They can make it happen. Yeah. They usually get very lucky. So keep keep on the lookout. I mean, maybe you won't be skiing in some powdery, muddy kind of moose like we were in that one time so (laughs) hopefully she'll be good but uh yeah look look for it uh but good to see she's starting out on the on the right foot so yeah she's an animal she's she's badass she's awesome well speaking of animals her boyfriend they've talked about him in this article here she's dating alexander amot kilde who is a norwegian skier and I just went to his Instagram and there's like videos of him like doing squats. The dude's legs are like the size of my torso. Do you just look at his ass the whole time? That's horrible. I don't want to be crude. <laughs> I'm just picturing what he's doing to poor little Michaela. Uh, oh, with the wait, power, wait, wait, wait. With Let's that power, right with that ruckus. Let's get, Let's get hey, man. Right there. Listen, Michaela's a good she girl. She loves it. He loves it. They bring the ruckus. It's good. I want them to make full super skiing babies. That's what I was just going to (laughs) say after we've discussed what kind of super ski babies you and our friend Rem always talk about who are the best people you'd want to get together. I'm like, why are you guys talking about this? It's weird. PK and Lindsay would have made super ski babies too, but that just, it wasn't in the cards. Like, I know they didn't in secret. Uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. There's like some, some like Bilderberg, like Davos. There's like some like Davos egg farm that they're just like, we need to fertilize these eggs with. It's going to be like a Michaela Schifrin and Lindsay Vaughn baby. That was I like don't know the, how it's possible, but they're going to freak that the it plot out. From Boys from Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Right? Like that kind of thing. So it's yeah, going to be a Brazilian ski team that's going to just tear up everybody. <laughs> I'm telling you, go. I mean, maybe don't, but like, if you go look up this guy's Instagram, Michaela's boyfriend, this guy's just, I mean, obviously, he's like a world class skier too, and he's got these massive legs. And I hurt myself doing some stupid freaking Bulgarian split squats that Abe told me to do yesterday. Hey, 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 Abe didn't tell you to do anything. Abe suggested you do this, and you did it to the nth level, didn't you? I should have kept took- doing my stupid, way too heavy friggin' squats. But then I listened to him. And I no, did fuck this. that. You did your own version of what he said. And you took it to enter. You Boy. said, he said, he said, do 20 pounds. You're like, I'm going to do 80 pounds. Did now you? it it hurts to do everything right now. Because I pulled a like lower abdominal muscle. And it's driving me uh, crazy. Boo-hoo. Cry my fucking tear. Why don't you cry kiss me, it? Why don't river, you bitch. kiss my lower abdominal muscle and see what cry, else kind of tweets your fancy Cry me a river, there. bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you get for not God listening to damn. Abe. I should have sat on my ass. Settle all. Abe. I should have. I should have sat on the couch and ate ice cream. <laughs> this is what I should have done instead of working out. And this is what I got. <laughs> you kids are running all over you. Like I'm sitting on the couch eating ice cream, just like. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like I'm today. I'm like I'm in pain. Like I can't do some certain things. And Benji, I'm squatting down with the little baby girl and. <laughs> 
Benjamin like jumps on my back. I'm like, brother, I'm like, usually we can rough house. I'm like, right now, I cannot do this. Daddy, how heavy I am. I hate that. But that, you know what? That reminds me of what it must be like to be a fat father who can't play with their kids. And I'm like, I would, that would drive me crazy. I just want to know, did he try to choke you out? Because that's awesome. He's been when taking kids jiu-jitsu. Choke you out, Dude, get he's, the little thing. That's how he thinks a piggyback ride works. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to choke you out. He's like, submission. I'm going to take both my hands like this around your neck and see how. It's a submission piggy ride. Dude, he's that's been taking jujitsu for four weeks now. Fuck yeah. He's going to be a little killer in a couple of years. Dominate your own dojo. He's like, that's dad, right. don't come down to the basement. I'm dominating the dojo. <laughs> this is my dojo. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be behind you. On the next podcast, like going, yeah, you get like a kick from the back of the head. You're like, what the fuck, oh, dude? He's gonna be, he's gonna be such a friggin' bull when awesome. he gets older. He's already that's like over awesome. fifty pounds. He's like jacked. It's like ridiculous. Dude, that's awesome. Speaking of ridiculous, anyone need an action camera? Because you know, GoPro has been the dominant camera for so long, and. I know a bunch of other yeah. companies have come out with it. Remember, like Nikon had a pretty cool one a bunch of years ago with like two, I think it like two cameras yeah, on goddamn it. Goddamn camera! And then you realize I got a camera in my phone, but not like this. It's the same. So DJI, who are known for all their drones and they have the stabilizers for phones and a few other things, they have now come out with their own action camera, the DJI Action Two. And this thing is really, really cool because it's tiny. So if they like, I know GoPro does have another smaller camera as well. I mean, when you look at this thing, I mean, what would you say size wise it is? It's probably almost like it's half like an, a GoPro. Yeah, it's like an inch and a half by an inch and a half cube, right? It's an probably about that size wise. I, I got to look for the exact size because I'm sure it'll say it on here. But this thing is really cool because. It's this little tiny cube as a necklace in one of the pictures. Yeah. So you can, it's this little tiny cube. And what's cool is you can actually get a couple of them. So you could get like two of them and like put one in each direction. So like one is like, you know, facing you, one is facing outward. They have all kinds of whole about the GoPro. It's like, you got to get another special custom freaking hookup to, to put the GoPro on something. This thing seems pretty interchangeable with a lot of different configurations. Yeah, they have like a magnetic connection for it. So like that lady has like having it as a, a necklace. You could do it that way. Yeah. They have it that again they have like a like a magnetic connector for your chest. So like you know GoPro has the chesty that whole you know big kind of thing you have to put on. This they even just have a lens that on. goes like super like close and it just snaps on. It just kind of yeah they have a magnetic lanyard and a magnetic headband. And now the GoPro, again, it's kind of big on a headband. It's a lot. This on, if you have it, this one on the headband, it's almost like a headlamp. It's mm. a lot smaller. Of course, it shows some guy playing basketball with him, which is kind of hilarious. But yeah, it went flying at some point. And they have some really clever attachments too. So they have, you know, how if I've seen a lot of snowboarders do it, and I'm sure you have too, where they have the rod where you kind of would hold it. Yeah, selfie stick. Like the selfie stick thing. But this one actually converts into a tripod, which is nice. super cool. See, that's good. So it's a little more flexible in what it can do, which is nice. Yeah. And then obviously they have a couple other lenses that can be like a macro lens. Um, they have like this whole little microphone system kit too they can put to it. So the macro lens look like it looks like it's magnetic too. 
So yeah, it's all magnetic, this whole which thing, is cool. which is really neat. Now, yeah. again, one of my concerns would be, you know, you attach this $400 camera to your, your jacket, your your backpack, whatever. How how strong is that magnet going to be if you're like flying down the hill, if you fall, if what happens? Because those GoPros, with, when you have something clipped on there, it's pretty solid. Like we've all seen the videos of like, you know, GoPros falling off of people who are skydiving and they find the camera and it actually, you know, recorded. Yeah, I, I exploded. Those. Or like Sorry. a bear. That's one of like the bear getting the GoPro and like kind oh, of yeah. chewing on it. Dude, that's just what happens, right? Yeah. But isn't it amazing too? Like, what, you know, you, we, reading that Dan Egan book, which we've talked about so many times in this, you know, you, you read about what those cameramen had to deal with. On oh my god! Those old school, those you know, cameramen are fucking amazing. Just like skiing backwards with this giant old school, friggin' ridiculous camera. I almost wonder if they're better skiers than the the athletes. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? And now, I mean, again, it's so cool the the footage you can get now. And I mean, look at YouTube. You can go on YouTube and you see so many people who are you've never heard of creating these beautiful mini movies, mini documentaries, because you can buy, you know, four or five of these GoPros or a DJI action. You mount them to your car, you put them all over yourself, you put a couple on your friends. Like you can really get amazing footage and spend like less than $2,000 where those guys back in the day are getting these $10,000 cameras, hoping, hoping to get that footage where here you're getting, you know, angles and sizes. It's, it's really cool. So (laughs) it's nice having another option. Cause I know GoPro's always, they've been kind of like the, the big dog for the last couple of, you know, last decade or so, but having these other options and DJI is no joke. They make some pretty legit stuff. So we'll see. That's good. I'm glad they're getting in the market. Cause like you said, it makes it, it makes it better for everybody. Right. Like having another option. And I wonder too if this one, if it'll be any better in the cold, because I know the GoPro's biggest problems are always the cold. The cold kills the battery. It just, it'll say like, oh, you've got like three hours of of battery life on there, but it'll die after a half an hour because it's cold. And it's not like it's minus 10 cold. It's like 30 degrees cold. Yeah. So we'll see. But it's cool that, again, something new is a new competitor has joined has joined in the arena. Yeah. And it's always a tough, it's a tough proposition for, I don't know. It's good. They've come down in price, but when you think of that, the proposition of carrying something extra on your, on your person while you're skiing, it's, it's a big buy-in to say, I'm going to carry this GoPro with me. GoPros. Like you said before, they, they piss us off because they freeze. Right. So <laughs> you carry this whole thing, you're out there and you're like, great, I'm going to get a great video and the fucking thing doesn't work. It's frozen. Battery's dead. Like you're like, this is just killing me. Yeah. So that's one of the bigger things. Like it has to be good in the cold and um, has to be worth taking, you know? Um, so if you have your phone, you're like, I have it on my phone. I could take this and stream it or share it on social media. So what are the connections? Right. So you kind of get, you know, you look at that and you look at a bunch of other factors when you buy something like that. Yeah, so, for sure. Very cool. It's good stuff. I keep looking at friggin' Michaela's boyfriend and all his workouts. Damn it. You're obsessed by his ass, aren't you? It's just, it's, it's quite impressive. Like he's just like a, his legs are jacked. So how to find Michaela Schiffrin's boyfriend? Jacked. Just type in his name. I'll put it in the, uh, 
Just it's a Kilday is his Instagram handle. All one word. A K I L D E. Alexander Kamote Kilday. Yeah. Killed. I just sent it in our little private chat right here. I just did Michaela shit from boyfriend. She's yeah. taken, man. She's, She's taken. Taken. Stop she looking got at taken a whole bunch Stop of looking time. at his girl. She got taken a whole bunch. I'm just joking. No. Hopefully, yeah, if they're happy. Shit, yeah, why not? So he's Norwegian. So that means he's um communist. And um, <laughs> <laughs> Norway is a beautiful place. So that means he's communist, they believe in sharing, and he doesn't own any rights to anything. So and he probably drinks a lot. Yes, of course. That's what you have to do. All alcoholics there. (laughs) They are. It's not even a joke. Like seriously, everyone in Norway just drinks. They don't go out because they can't. Because if you have one drink and get pulled over driving, you will lose your license. So everyone just stays home and gets hammered. And they do Molly and go to EDM concerts. That's what <laughs> they do, right? What the fuck Not else sure is there? Not sure about Molly. Can't confirm that. They just Molly is very drink. big there. Just saying. No, they, they sit at home and drink. Like that's seriously what they do. They usually Damn. have a cabin that they go to somewhere. A cabin and just drink. They have a cabin and In they privacy. drink a lot. Yeah. Damn it. Not bourbon. What do they drink? Vodka. Like a lot of wine. Aquavit. It was a big what one. What the hell is that? I uh, you may get a. I have a bottle of it right over here. Is it like a vodka drink? It's sort of like a vodka gin thing. Vodka gin. It's either vodka or gin. There's nothing in between. It's sort of like vodka that was soaked in rye bread, or rye bread soaked in vodka. One of one of them. Because there's a lot of like rye caraway. Yeah, making it more appealing. Listen, look look (laughs) at the pictures of him on Instagram. Make some commentary, and I'll find the bottle. I'll get back to you. Dude, I'm looking at Michelle. So they have an article on snowbrains. Michaela Schiffen is dating the world's best male alpine skier. Awesome. Very cute together. Should have little babies. It's awesome. Very good. Already back. See, I knew where it was. See, I know you run around. So I was just saying snowbrains had an article. It said Michaela Schiffen is dating the world's best male alpine skier. Look at that. Excellent. So he's one of the top guys. Love it. So they're going to have great alpine skiing babies. I wonder if this is going to affect her skiing. Think about it. It might might make her like, if you're talking about getting like limber and stuff, he might just beat her up. This is what you do. He might just just, uh, give her a beating. She comes out next World Cup with a little black eye. We're like, we're kicking his ass. (laughs) Just saying. Here we go. This traditional Scandinavian-style aquavit is flavored using caraway, dill, and other spices. That just doesn't sound appetizing, though. It sounds like a dinner, like you would, you put that on fish, not drink it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No traditional Nordic meal should be without a glass of aquavit. Now, how many traditional Nordic meals have you had in your life? I have had zero Nordic meals. Really? In my you haven't life. been to a, a some sort of like chain restaurant of Nordic heritage. No. You imagine it. You like, haven't. You know why? Because their food sucks. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if there's like a drive-through like fish place that gave you like you know rust fish or something like that? Lutefisk. <laughs> Lutefisk. So basically, it that. smells like like Listerine rye bread. Like that's what this kind of <laughs> smells like. Damn. 
All right, so I'm looking up what is aquavit. I just told you. Distilled from taters or grains, flavored with caraway and other aromatics like citrus peel and whole spices. Yeah, it's like vodka and rye bread and a little bit of dill. It's just very bizarre. It's something you would drink. It sounds like the kind of drink you would have a lot of if you didn't enjoy your Scandinavian meal and wanted to rid it out of your system. It sounds like what I would drink in my cup in my car on the way to the me- to the meal and then home from the meal. Yeah. Roadie. That's a roadie. Yeah. That's that's right that's, there. That's oh no, you would you would crash your car if you had too much of this. <laughs> this is this is no joke. And it's you know, it's handcrafted in that exotic Norwegian town of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Boom. When I was thinking this, I was thinking about the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> and dirty birds and dirty caraway birds. seeds and what the dirty birds eat. Maybe that's it. It's what birds eat. It's very interesting. It's you know what it's kind of like? It's almost you know um Underberg. That German stuff you drink I'm after just, a meal. Yes. It's kind of like in that realm. Underberg. But the Underberg's a bitters, right? It's a bitters, yeah. And bitters is what's in an old fashioned. So I like bitters. <laughs> Bitters Same. are good. Again, it's uh, it's it take if you took vodka. Okay. How does it compare to Malort? How's it compared to Malort? It's like a Macallan eighteen compared to Malort. <laughs> <laughs> good old Malort. Fucking Malort. Holy crap! I can't believe I ever drank that thing. Yeah, you did, and Damn. you loved it. But you yeah, know what the dude, best part is? I dropped it off on you and left, and you still drank it after it. I left. It's yeah. one of those, ha, 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 you still drag it. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, this dude's jacked. He's giving it to Michaela good, and she loves it. So hopefully she skis better and not she worse. Loves long time. She loves it a long time, you know. He's just like a, he's like a meat tenderizer for her. <laughs> Here's Michaela. Just a, Get, getting it on. Just a Norwegian meat tenderizer. God hey, bless she's, her. she's just using him. She's, God. she's, a, she's a boy <laughs> she's, toy. She's, she's a boy toy. He's a boy toy. Yeah. God bless the happy couple. That's God good. bless Michaela. Hope she have a great season. And her boyfriend. And God bless the little skiing babies here. <laughs> oh my God. Hopefully they're getting some hopefully they're using a DJI action camera for any of their hijinks. That's right. Yeah. You know all they're doing is like freezing sperm and eggs, and that's what they're doing. They're waiting. Don't freeze it. You do it now. Okay. Who's the ultimate? Okay, ultimate match off of like people you would breed together. We had discussed this already on multiple podcasts. I we know. Need we it. need another podcast. Yeah. We need just a pot. We need to involve Rem. Rem is very big on this. He's done a lot of studies. <laughs> he's done a lot of like a <laughs> he's he's studied their lineage <laughs> and their their positive traits. I mean But Rem wants to put Tiger Woods in everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I mean what the well, fuck? Because he's kind of like he's like a like <laughs> kind of like ghetto Tiger Woods himself. So I could see why he'd want to do that. But Tiger Woods is great for like, you know, control. Like I got, I Not see, for driving. I see you want to put Tiger Woods and LeBron James. Why do you want to put LeBron James in everybody? I don't know. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. I, I don't know. Yeah. You got, <laughs> you got multiple schools of thought. And then like in, in the REM world, there's going to be like 
a lot of babies and a lot of like with a lot of mixing. It's weird. Yeah. It's just a weird world. It is. I mean, I think the PK Lindsay's would have been phenomenal. That would have been good. The world wasn't good. ready for that. How do you know it didn't happen? Just saying. This is true. Same. Yeah. Well, speaking of what's happening, we're going to roll into the main topic. Boom. And we'll be honest, the main topic, a little loosey-goosey this week, but you know what? That's the kind of time of year. We're good. It's the kind of time of year that it is. And I saw an Instagram post this week, and it got me very giddy and silly because I love snowcats, as many skiers and snowboarders do. We all see them, and we smile when we see them. And think about, you know what would be cool to like go drive one? or Everyone wants to drive a snowcat. We all do. Let's be. Oh honest. yeah. And I saw this on Instagram. It's like so the Al- Zamboni, and you just want to drive this. But Zamboni. you know what? The Zamboni just goes in a circle. I know, but still, people are like mesmerized. Like they're watching the dude, and they're just like, "I just want to make my three bucks an hour, whatever they're doing." They just fucking drive the Zamboni. And they're, they're I never out. like again. I I grew up playing hockey. I love the Zamboni. I respected the Zamboni, but I never got excited by it. I was thought of, I'm like it, it served its purpose, but I never got excited about it. That's the was, intermission time. People are like I got 15 minutes it. by the time they clean. Well, think the about ice. it. It's not like a zamboni. You get in it and it takes you to a more awesome place to play hockey. That it's would be cool, right? Simple. Well, yeah. That's, Follow that's, me, no, kids. We're going to play zamboni. Like, that's like so. if Willy Wonka had a zamboni. Yeah. Like remember he had the great glass elevator. But that would turn out to be like creepy zamboni guy took kids out of the ice and. No, but I'm saying Willy Wonka, if he had a Zamboni, <laughs> that would be different. I say Willy cool. Wonka is creepy as fuck, too. <laughs> I, in say, hindsight, I wouldn't would let him watch my kids. Let's put it that way. Put this thing in your mouth and taste all the flavors. <laughs> yeah, he was a little weird. That Snozberry tastes like Snozberry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're doing in here, Mr. Wonka. <laughs> this is a strange flavor. I don't know what this is. It tastes a little bit like bleach. <laughs> if you don't, don't know. know what flavor it is, spit it out. <laughs> yeah. If it's something you can't identify, <laughs> you spit that Perhaps shit out. that was not for you. <laughs> and that was the first time I was roofied. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Officer, that was the first time I was roofied. So back to Snowcats. <laughs> Alpine Cat Tours. That's their Instagram handle. Boom. They just announced 2022 Alpine Cat Jamboree, January fifteenth, seventeenth, Joseph, Oregon, and then it says more updated information coming soon on their website, AlpineCatTours.com. Oh. I went there. There was still no information, but Nothing. I was giddy, and it started getting me down like a little snowcat rabbit hole because it, it's a fun rabbit hole to go down. I like that. I looked up some previous footage because they have snowcat jamborees all over the place. There's a big one in Colorado. They always have one of the first ones that comes up. If you do like a snowcat jamboree search on YouTube, it's Colorado snowcats at Vail pass winter recreation area. Nice. And it's got like 12,000 views and someone's got a super dope old yellow Tucker snowcat. And it's one of the like enclosed ones. So it probably holds like eight people or so eight or nine people. Like the SUV looking snowcat. That is as opposed to like the you know the newer ones that have like the smaller cabin and all the cool stuff in the back. So I started watching these videos and I was like, oh, that's so awesome. 
and then I started just looking up like snowcats for sale and prices. Yeah, what's a modern day snowcat go for? Well, here's another crazy kind of article I found. And I remember I've watched, I've read this article like three or four times over the last couple of years because it came out in 2017. And they're saying that a $125,000 snow machine is the latest toy for rich land barons. Damn. And that's kind of when the whole like Tucker, the, the classic Tucker snowcat boom was in full swing. Nice. And they're saying that, you know, this guy, he bought this, this older Tucker and they spent five months at about eight hundred man hours refurbishing the 48 year old machine. Damn. Yeah. So that, you know, gets you to about $125,000. Uh, so this article is, is kind of cool. It talks a lot about like the history of it too. Uh, you know, they got over 600, you know, the Tucker company got over 600,000 in government contracts back in the day when they were doing oil drilling in Alaska, North Dakota. Hmm. So this article is is kind of fun to to look at. So then I I also just started doing some more research and looking for you know for old snowcats for sale. And a lot of times you go there, and it's like call for price. And you know I want to go. I want to know I how much is a vintage snowcat. Want to call for the price? Just tell me. Now these weren't old old. These were some of the newer ones. Right now, machinerytrader.com. They've got a couple of older, but not old, like a 2002 Tucker for 50000 in Minnesota, a 97 for 60000 in Boise, Damn. a 92 for 29000 in Wisconsin. And then there was a few other ones that I saw for sale right now. Let's see if anybody has prices. So some of these, so they've got a piston bully, and this one's got like the winch on it, Damn. but apparently it's missing the actual treads, which is problematic. That's again, a pretty big deal. Yeah, right? yeah. can't go anywhere. I don't know what that would cost you, but this website is ttmsnowcats.com. Two track mind, and they've got a, what's cool is they actually have you could you can actually buy the tracks or if you needed the tiller for the back of a piston bull, you could buy that. They have like all the parts and then they have, you know, full size ones for sale as well. So here we go. A 2006 piston bully, 200, $34,000. What I'm very curious about is what sort of maintenance is required to keep one of these bad boys running. Yeah, that's it a seems big like, deal. Right? Kind of like buying a Honda Civic where you just don't have to do anything to it and just kind of keeps working forever. It's probably some serious time and effort required to keep this bad boy going. A 2000 Bombardier for $38,000. But again, if to be part of the Snowcat Jamboree, like, isn't it really worth it? It's about 30, 40,000. Now, how would you, like, how many other things? would you need to have like toys because everybody has their toys that they want. Well, you, you can't just show up with your snowcat, right? That's going to be well, add-ons. That, what I'm saying is, you know, think about it, like in terms of things that you want, because everybody wants things like I want a Bronco, which I'm eventually going to get next year. I want a Shelby GT 350. 
I pushed it to a 2022. God damn, Steve's Broncos fantastic, and he's driving it right now. Mine is going to be more <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm cool with waiting. Where am I going right now? I'm just sitting in my basement every goddamn day, sitting there like a like a bum. But yeah, so I want to get a Mustang GT350, and I want to get a Bronco. But then there's a few other things I want to get before I get the Snowcat. So, because think about it, imagine you buy a Snowcat, and that's your only car. Now, if you lived somewhere where it was just snowing all year and you needed it, you were awesome. You win. You have the perfect vehicle. Yeah. But I did also see this week, you know, that Dude, thing I got is- a 2000 BR275 Snowcat for sale. 38,000. I'm looking at the exact same page right now. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw also too. Hmm. That SEMA, the car show out in Vegas that Steve was talking yes, about. Got the tickets one that for. goes fast. What's that? Do they have a fast one? Like a racing one? Why not? I'm sure if you go to like Hennessy and you give them their snowcats, like, can you guys drop in like an LS6 motor in here with like 500 horsepower? Boom. Like, you sure. do in the mountain half the time. Is there a record for the fastest snowcat? Oh, there's got to be a snowcat racing league. Oh, snowcat racing. That's like that uh, the Cooking Cowboys, the new one, the Kings of Miami, where they have those yeah. guys who. Were, Ride those speedboats and Cigarette they cost like a million dollars like yeah. per race. And they were like, this is legit. It's not even like for the for the show. They're showing actual footage. Like this is what they did. Like it's, it's amazing. It's funny. I keep typing in fastest snowcat. They're like, are you sure you don't mean fastest snowmobile? Like, no, <laughs> I mean fastest no. snowcat. Snowcat. Hey, I saw a lawnmower that went like 125 miles an hour. <laughs> like <laughs> That's dumb as shit. Like a snowcat definitely can do that. Thing is, I think the treads definitely keep you from getting maximum speed. Or they keep you for getting maximum speed. There you go. The Raptor tracks. Raptor tracks. So they took an F-150, the Raptor, and they put the tracks on there. 500 horsepower. Ken Block. Like I said, they have the SEMA thing going on in Vegas next month, which Steve was talking about. They've already showed they got a Bronco with the Matrax tracks on there. Now, do I need a Snowcat if I have a Bronco with the Matrax on there? I I don't know. Why can't I have both? Why can't I have both? If you buy the Bronco, then you're looking at them going like, why can't I drive up there? And, you know, the Snowcat people are like, I don't know why you got a Bronco. You should have had you know, tracks on your thing. Yeah. Could add a Pinto with the tracks. Oh my God. The world's fastest snowmobile. It's like 211 miles an hour. Really? Could you imagine going 211 miles an hour in a snowmobile? That's pretty terrifying. That's aggressive. I like it. Yeah. Then again, it might be on like a lake that's frozen over and you just boom, plow It looks through like it. the friggin' Bonneville salt flats pretty much. Nice. Yeah. See, that seems pretty fun. It's pretty. You fall off, you just kind of roll, and ha 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 ha, you get up. <laughs> Everybody's good. Goodish. No, this you're plowing. It's your tree, or none of that stuff, right? Yeah, you don't want any of that. None of that business. Ain't nobody got time for that. That ruins your. Uh, that harshens your mellow. But I really, I really think having a snowcat would really. It sends a message how dedicated you are to the game. Would it make your life complete? 
would in your heart of hearts would would that make your life complete? I really wish it, that was all it would take. Damn it, Snowcat! If you had said to me, "That's all it would take," go fund me. Let's get you Snowcat. <laughs> go fund me, and you're done. This fucking boom. Well, remember a couple of years ago that Super Ballers limousine with the cat, yeah. the cat treads. Fuck that yeah, was super sweet. It was only six thousand Canadian dollars. That's like four hundred dollars American. It's Canadian, not real money. Not even the real American promissory note that we give around to each other and laugh, saying, ha, 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 this is not going to be worth as much tomorrow. But use it or lose it. Just right? saying. Yeah. So, snow cats. So, I, I love them. We all love them. Wouldn't it be awesome to, to go to like the snow cat jamboree? Probably won't make it out there to it. So Snowcat Jamboree, they just is it a car show for snowcats? No, you, they just, like, you all go like cruising around together. That's pretty nice. Right? So you all groom stuff together, or is it like a monster truck jam where you're like riding over shit? No, everyone's kind of hanging out drinking. That'd be awesome. Can you imagine if it was like freaking, you know, I don't even know. I haven't been a monster truck jam or followed monster truck truck jam in a while. Like, I don't know. Is it like, was it the, uh, what's, what was the big one? The, um, monster jam. Yeah. The, uh, the monster truck, the big one, the coup de gras. Yeah. There was the, the grave digger and like all the, like the megalodon. <laughs> megalodon. Do they have like a megalodon, like fucking monster truck? That'd be great. They do. They have one. No, no, no for a snow cat though. You just put snowcat shit on there, just like it grooms out and just like fries like trees. Like, like you see trees on fire, like, oh yeah, Megalodon was here like yesterday. Megalocat. <laughs> Megalocat. But the people, would... like, they just kind of cruised out there. They found some sweet terrain to go ski or to skin up. And they just hung out and had some beers. Like, I mean, living the dream out in the back of the Vale Pass. The second monster truck jam. I gotta, so do cool. snowcat. I gotta do snowcat version. Like, I don't have any friends that own a snowcat, and this concerns me. That's bullshit right there. <sighs> you too high brow for them? We can't communicate no, I'm with too people. Ghetto. I'm like, too ghetto. That's the problem. The hell, man. I'm too ghetto. No one's a, no one with a snowcat wants to hang out with me. They're like, I got a snow. I don't, I don't have time for you. Ain't mm. nobody got time for that. It's so dope. I would love a snow cat. Oh, can you make Grave Digger with like a snow cat pull on it? That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. That should be super easy to do. Bouncing over shit. Where they can fabricate things, like just convert the Tucker to like Megalodon or Grave Digger. Have like little pinchers on the side of it. Just like grabbing shit, grabbing trees out of the way. Okay, so say we don't go to, we're probably not going to go to the Snowcat Jamboree, but cat skiing. Cat skiing. So, Pow Where Mow. Where are we going cat skiing? Pow Mow, man. Pow Mow. Powder Mountain. So, if anybody's no Pow Mow, Powder Mountain in Utah, um, I got to say, that's, that is the place you go. Now, you were mentioning Maine before. Sugarloaf has cat skiing. Loaf. The loaf. The lauf. The I don't know loaf. how far that is from from where you're going to be at, but 600 bucks for two hours of cat skiing. 
Yeah, that's not group, bad. For a group. So Paddermount does the uh, per ride access. You could hike up and they have a, a ton of ton of cat skiing terrain. So for the single ride, they do like 25 bucks for one ride up on a snow cat. You just keep taking up as much as you want or just once or twice and it's done. So, or you can purchase a pass Two fifty, and it's twenty dollars a ride. Oh, so it's per ride. Okay, it's a per ride thing. Um, but yeah, they got a lot of different little packages. Um, Powder Mountain has like a shit ton of terrain that is really not not great unless you're on a cat. So um, they have a, like some really they have a lot of terrain. It's one of those deceiving things. You go there and you're like, oh, this is cool. It's, you know, whatever. Um, and you think it's it's kind of a small mountain. And it's probably one of the biggest terrain mountains, like, like out there. But it's oh, just yeah. not serviced by crazy lifts and stuff. So it's pretty damn good, I got to say. We got to go back out there. Um, you didn't do it with me. We got to go back out and... Um, that's one of the places I think of when I think of cat skiing. Yeah. So here we go. So Sugarloaf, just to give you a heads up what it's like. The loaf. F- up to five people you can get for two hours of cat skiing on the weekend, <laughs> 600 bucks. <laughs> two hours. Five people. So think bad. about it. On a Saturday where like you yeah. don't want to deal with too many people on lift lines. Worth it. If you can get five people to make it up and they just buy a lift ticket, granted. But if you could like bang out a couple hours on a cat, shit, yeah, that would be awesome. It's not bad, not a bad deal, right? How about heli skiing right into Sugarloaf? That'd be great. Dun, 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 has dun, anyone ever? Dun, 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 dun. Has, is there a helicat? Has anyone converted oh. a snow cat into a helicopter? How about it lands and it catches you around and then it just takes off? That's what I'm saying. Helicat, great, right? The Helicat, the perfect vehicle. Brian, face. (laughs) (laughs) Helicat, and the Snowcat Ridge has Snowcat in the name, but and it's in Florida, (laughs) and it's a whole mountain. I don't know how they're going to do this. So we covered this last year, and it was like a safety nightmare. So they (laughs) shut it down. And it got back open again. Then they closed early because it got too warm. So in Tampa, just outside of Tampa, just north of of here, they have and they and they're selling tickets and they sell out. People are like, I want to go do snow tubing in Tampa. So, so you're saying chance. about 40 bucks a ride gets you a ticket for a few hours. So It'd be interesting to see. Yeah, seriously. I'm not going anywhere near it, but I'm just saying it'd be interesting to be <laughs> down here and you want to see what's going on. Hey, why not? I'm glad it exists, right? Yes, exactly. Because the yeah. next step is, hey, why don't we do this indoor all the time and then have a place to ski? Right. Of all places. You don't need it in the in the Meadowlands. You you already have like number one, you have fires, and number two. You have 
cold weather. So you need it more down here than you do up there. Just saying. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. But. All right. So yeah, we're going to try to see if we can get on a cat this winter. That's our goal. At least that's my goal. We I had, think we'll make it happen. We can we do had, it. Yeah, cat it out. Gotta cat it out. I think that wraps up the podcast this week. I Thank you so does. much for listening. Check us out, skibonepodcast.com. We are on all of the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, untapped at Skibone Podcast. Send us an email, skibonepodcast at gmail.com. We got a shop, skibonepodcast.com slash shop. Send us an email, skibonepodcast at gmail.com. Go to your favorite podcasting apps, rate and subscribe. Thank you to Paradise Skis, our sponsor. Go to their website, paradiseskis.com. Use this Paradise. code SKIBUM15 for 15% off. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay high, stay boom. See ya.